I love the show. I love the show. Good morning, welcome to the gated community. It's quarter to ten. My wife just gone out to give somebody an injection. I think that's what she she never really tells me what she does. So I've got the house to myself for a wee while. But the good news today, I am over top moon because I am getting my injection tomorrow. Ha-ha! Yeah, I've got the grafting centre um, for my injection, so I'm over top moon. Yeah, I got the letter. Isn't it great? The system really works well, doesn't it? Because I got the letter uh, into post yesterday. I don't know why I'm talking, it's going to post. But I got the letter yesterday. And uh, I, I booked up and got. I've got my second one booked already as well. How, how, I mean, you know, I'm the first in the queue to have a go at Handycock and his pals. And uh, there is still a lot to be done there. But isn't it fantastic? I'm going to get my injection. And others are, people have got it. But I'm not going to do that whole braggy thing when I get it. I'm just going to get good. Because the whole family are relieved and were waiting for me to get it. So here we are for another day uh, from the Gate community. It's a wee bit doer today, a wee bit uh, down in the greyness factor. Um, what's the thing? What will I talk about today? What, what you wanted to talk about? I'll tell you what I want to talk about today. We have cut back our aid to Yemen, but we're still buying weapons from Saudi Arabia. Now, get this, uh, we, you know, we were given a lot of money to uh, aid in Yemen where they've got a real chance of a famine coming. It's war-torn, and a lot of it down to the Saudi Arabians. They've been using the weapons that we uh, sell them to bomb Yemen. But we have cut back our aid, and... We heard as well that Saudi prince who was behind the Khashoggi thing, right? Okay. Well, he, the, the government's really disappointed with him. Are we doing any sanction? Not a bit of it. Not a bit of it. Because we need the money for the weapons that we sell to Saudi. So it'll be a wrap on the knuckles and everything, and then we'll just carry on as it were. Those poor souls in Yemen. Uh, what's the other thing? I'll talk about this on Wednesday, or Thursday when I do the uh, the big podcast, TBS, with uh, Stainton. Is it looks like Rishi Shunak has done, he's got the big budget tomorrow, hasn't he? He's got the budgery guard tomorrow. Oh, better that song's in. That was The Churches, by the way. Good song, isn't it? Uh, shall we get another song? What would you like? What would you like? Let me see what I've got on. Uh, oh, I like this one. This is a good one. No, I don't fancy this one, no. Oh, no, I'm not going to do that one. Uh, let me go. Uh, where, uh, I should have done some prep. Um, yeah, who, who cares about prep? Who cares about prep? All right. All right. Um, well, what we got? What we got here? Oh, oh, this is quite a nice one. This is Nick Lowe. I quite like this one. Yeah, Rishi Sunak. Is, uh, he's, uh, he's done himself uh, a little video. Now, this is what's happening. I think Boris has already told him. Johnson's already told the cabinet, I'm not going to stay around for much longer. Once we get the rollout, I'll go. So Rishi Shunak has done, before his budget, about this little film about his, his, how wonderful his year has been getting the job. 
and it looks like a real leadership thing. It's got so here we go. Get a seat at the front, everybody. The leadership battle is on. I just hope it's not go for well, nothing I can do, but it is there's nothing I can do. Uh, what else? A uh, woman explains why she's teaching her five daughters. Let me tell you about this. She's teaching her five daughters there's no such thing as virginity. Yeah. She's, uh, Mum explains why she's teaching her five daughters there's no such thing as virginity. Casey Lacotte has been gone viral on social media, media after revealing that she's raising her daughters to believe there's no such as virginity. It's a patriarchal concept, virginity. Right. See, I thought... Sorry, I'm drinking coffee. I thought it was a physiological thing and a biological thing, virginity. I thought it was a... Wasn't it? Anyway, it's, you know, partly it's a patriarchal thing. Mm. Mm. Oh, yeah, a wee cup of coffee. When it comes to raising children and this... Uh, all parents have different ideas about what we should and shouldn't tell them, but the mum has caused a bit of stir. Um, she's teaching them not, no such thing. Uh, so um, she's she's gone viral on TikTok. There's nothing worse than gone viral on your TikTok. Asking people to name something about the way you raise a child. That she was asked this question, and the mum from South Carolina, oh, I do declare, I feel a kind of, I'm getting a bit of flip. I'm getting a hazy flap. Hazy flap. Oops. Anyway, the mum, I say, I'm raising my five daughters to believe there's no such thing as virginity. It's a patriarchal concept. Use control women. It serves no purpose other than making women feel bad about themselves. Okay. It might be. That might be a thing. Just because she says some guy randomly sticks his penis. I've never, seriously, I've never randomly stuck my penis in anywhere. Let me think. I've put it into a cricket box. I, I randomly did. No, no, that was actually well controlled. Uh, r- r- um, just because some guy randomly sticks his penis in you at some time in your life, it does not change your worth. It's not changing who you are. It doesn't change anything other than it happened. Right, okay. Well, get another tune going, everybody. This is interesting, isn't it? Uh, patriarchal concept. Uh, let's see. Uh, um... Oh, this is a good one. Uh, no Gallagher. I like this one. Bap, bap, bap. Sex is important, she said. It's a big deal, but it, sex is important. Did I do the South Carolina thing? Accent. It's always a big deal. It's nothing to do with your first name. It's just ridiculous. I can get a load of crap from other mums saying, well, well, don't you think that will make your daughters promiscuous? I was like, no, I was raising them to be good people. I have solid foundations. And like... Uh, make your own choice and make smart and tell choices. Not because your book t- says not to. Wow. There's something in this, you know. I can't remember. I think I probably lost my virginity and I didn't know. I think there'll be a lot of people just going, did it happen, was it? I just remember was, uh, I was violently sick afterwards. I know that was actually coming off on a roller coaster. Right, yeah, that's so. Anyway, anyway, it may have been that, so. Uh, it's an interesting argument. Have an argument over the dinner table tonight and say, you know, kids, uh, while you're eating your macaroni and cheese, we've got mac and cheese tonight. While you're having your macaroni and cheese tonight, do you think there's such a. Th- don't do it in a California, South Carolina accent. Do you think there's such a thing as virginity? Let's see how quick it goes. Oh, I'll tell you the other one as well. 
You know the flat, talking of uh, Johnson and his, his fiance. Uh, she plat, um, she's trying to updo, do up the number 10 flat, right? Boris Johnson is secretly trying to set up a charity to help pay for a costly makeover of his official flat by his fiancée. The scheme is based on one used by the White House to raise millions of dollars for interior design, antiques and art. For f- for f- I nearly swore. The presidential charity is ba- uh, bankrolled by private donors and the proposed Downing Street version is expected to be funded largely by wealthy Tory benefactors. So why would you want to help renovate it? What, what would you get out of trying to ven- renovate the flat for Carrie? Carrie doesn't live here anymore. She's going to be there for a while. Of course, we'll get a wedding this year as well, won't we? He'll get, he'll get married this year too. It runs the risk of claims of conflict of interest if it's seen as a backdoor way of providing financial benefit to the Prime Minister. <laughs> He's furious. Johnson's furious because it's costing the fortune. But you know what? They just, just, they take in more noses and just rubbing it in the shit every day, don't they? Rishi Shunak doing a video about how his year has been, as you know. And then we're getting this, a new charity backed by rich donors to help pay for the lavish, the lavish revamp of a private flat. Oh, I, I'm, I'm trying not to be angry today, but oh, jeez. Oh. So uh, what else have we got? Oh, do you remember last time we talked, I was talking about the... Chinese were talking about doing extra tests for COVID and it was involving anal swabs, who's a great, he's a great travel presenter. He's doing my travel overnights on uh, Bodily Functions FM. Japan tells China to stop carrying out mandatory anal swabs on its citizens while testing for coronavirus because it's causing great psychological pain. Yeah, psychological and physiological pain as well. So the Japanese, are, they're... they're Living in China, have complained they've received anal swab tests, which caused them great psychological pain. Tokyo has... Oh, better get another tune up for you. I know you like your tunes and me talking over them. I don't care, you see. I, you know, it's all right. I can do this. I can do this because it's my podcast. I know I'm making it for you. But in the end, you know, it's quite nice to do this, isn't it? What have I got? What have I got for you? Uh, let's see. Uh, gated tune. Let me go. I've, I've done some gated tunes before. Uh, oh, oh, a wee bit of George, eh? What are we? Desmond has a barrow in the marketplace. Desmond has a barrow in the marketplace. Yeah, so, uh, right, so, the Japanese... How long have we been doing this? Oh, it's 11 minutes, we're fine. Um, the Japanese are telling, please, please stop getting our citizens to uh, test their anuses. Um... So uh, it's not known how many Japanese citizens have got them. Uh, Chief Cabinet Secretary uh, Kansunobu Kato said the uh, government has not received a response that Beijing uh, should uh, change. Is it Beijing? Beijing? Yeah. Would change the testing procedure so Japan would uh, continue to ask China to alter its way of testing. (coughs) Now, why is China the only one that's doing anal testing? Some Japanese reported to our embassy in China that they had received an anal swab test, which caused a great psychological pain. All right, we get the psychological pain, but it's still physiological. I've only ever had piles like twice in my life. They even have diagrams on how to do it. 
So why are they asking people to go up there when the throat and the mouth is where it should be done? Some Chinese cities are using samples taken from the anus to detect potential infections. As China steps up screen to make sure no potential carrier of new coronavirus is missed. To collect test samples, seriously, turn away now of your other... Uh, the, to collect uh, test samples, the swab needs to be inserted about 3 to 5 centimetres, that's 1.2 to 2 inches, into the rectum and rotate, rotated several times. You see, if that happens to me, I'm going to give away the trade secrets. That's, that's the one. That and tickling my feet would be probably the, my way to break me in a, if I was getting investigated and interrogated. After completing the motion twice, the swab was removed before securely placed inside a sample container. The whole procedure is said to take about 10 seconds. Yeah, there's the build-up to it and there's the after-work math. Gee, was. So China stopped doing the anal, because nobody's asking it, nobody else is asking for him. I think if I was asked, I'd maybe have to back out of the, <laughs> back out. Um, I'd have to say no. Desmond has a burrow in the marketplace. Hey, wait, wait a minute, here's your cheese story of the day. You've got to be kidding me. Scientists develop a pregnancy test for cheese that lets cheesemakers check the quality earlier and more precisely. The cheese test relies on biomarkers, which show their unique chemical components. Right, comparing these to ripening patches indicates the cheese is developing well. Right. Cheesemakers spend years crafting the cheeses. Hang on, talk amongst yourself, go for a drink. Now science has developed what they're describing as a pregnancy test. Oh, okay. Uh, does that go? Well, you have to look at it and then see how long it's. Oh, no, tune. We need another tune. Oh, a wee bit. Uh, what about a wee bit of this? Oh, yeah. Uh, Daryl Hall and John Oates. Mm -mm -mm. Hall and Oates. Uh, now, scientists have seen this pregnancy test. Which allows cheesemakers to, uh, they can do it more precisely by, how do they do it? Is it a bit like an anal swab? I bet it's the same as an anal swab for, wow. So the uh, team, yeah, I'll be some kind of cheese anal, uh, you're shoving a, a thing up a cheese anus. The cheese uh, test was developed by RMIT University in Melbourne and relies on cheeses biomarkers, right. Uh, Roya Ashfari, who led the study, good man, he must like his cheese. Once we know, I bet that, can you imagine what that lab smells like when you go in the morning? Once we know the chemical profile of a successful, successful cheese, we can pay, compare it to the new batches as soon as 30 days. It, right, so it is literally, um, you use something and put it into the cheese and then you can uh, predict how, when you're gonna have a cheese baby. A cheese baby, that's, what, that, that's precisely what that's gonna be. That's nice. And while the grading of a cheese's quality and maturity is currently left to human senses, the technique could allow great... I'm fed up with cheese. Anything else to talk to you about this morning? Let's see, what, I've got my notes here. Take notes. 
It's only right. Well, I do. I do. I, I write quite a bit. I'm writing a wee story. Well, well, I'm writing a book at the moment. No, it's not about. It's an, It's fiction. Uh, my sons are on about me to try and do my memoirs. God's sake. Pregnancy uh, number ten. Uh, cutting aid to Yemen. Virginity is a male construct. Oh, this was the other one. Oh yeah. Uh, some. Let's see. I've got this here. Let me show. Um, this got my. Oh, grabbed my by the what's his name yesterday. You know how politicians always like to. You know they they happily send other kids, uh, children, other people's children to war, but not their own, of course. Uh, so uh, here, it's a, what is it? It's a teacher. Uh, teachers want us to uh, to commit to. Oh yeah, here it comes. Yeah. Let's go with this. This is neat. Independent yesterday. They think teachers should be uh, commit themselves to uh, you know teaching the way that uh, nurses do. The former head of Ofsted has said that teachers should need to show a similar commitment to another song. Go on, go through them today, aren't I? Like enough, I have a license in case anybody's listening. There, in case anybody thinks. I'm not. I've I've got a license for this. Uh, what have we got? What have we got? What have we got? This uh, I should I, I should do prep. But you know what? What do I? I, I no, I'm on the Spotify. I can do this on the Spotify. Let's see if there's anything else. Let me just have a browse. Should we do a wee browse? You want a wee browse? Let's we uh, let's look at one of the hip hop. Um, the the the. Sort of gym training ones. What can I do from the gym? Tra- train harder. Let's see. Let's see what's in here. Oh, let's see. Let's say uh, you can do it. You can do it. It's uh, harder, faster, whatever it is. What's the tune? Well, give us a tune then. I want a tune. What's the tune? Oh no, it's one of them. What about another one? Let's do sweat it out. Hang on. Can I see this? What you got? Sweat it out. Got a insane code. I haven't got a clue. Jax Jones, Kim, Kim Petrus. Who the heck are these people? Oh, no. I'll go back again. Sorry, listeners, I'll be with you a second. And thank you for listening, by the way. I never tell you that. Uh, what do you want? They want <sighs> motivation. Let's do a motivation mix. Uh, Groovin, Saroy, uh, Isaac Elton. Who the flip are they? Uh, oh, what right? Power hour. So I said to my man. The Lord gave you legs for a reason You ain't no exception to no rule You wanna be my baby You wanna be my baby This is alright, isn't it? Step it up Featuring Charlene Heck If you're the man, be the man Give me ten Give me five Do some press-ups, you beast Problem with the press ups when you've got a big belly, it's hard to do a press up, isn't it? It's hard to. Uh, you sent me some of you sent me some tunes to uh, I could play. Oh, they, I like this one. Oh, all right, I like this one. This is a better one for me. Anyway, the former head of Ofsted has said that teachers need to show a similar commitment to medical professions who, in some cases, sacrifice their lives. Sir Michael Wilshaw, the former chief inspector of schools, there has to be a pulling together amongst teachers and that they have to exhibit the same level of devotion 
as medics who have gone the extra mile during the pandemic in order to get children caught up with their studies when schools return. Oh, God, this is great. Uh, well, it's, it's not politicians, but that's what they're, they're saying. You know, this whole thing of, right, you've got to do your, do your duty. You've got to do your duty. What, oh, I've got to do it to carry on reading this. Uh, yeah, it's one of these, yeah. So children return to school uh, on the 8th of March and the government has launched £700 million worth of uh, school catch-up scheme. Respond to a question on BBC's Newsnight about whether the learning gap can be closed between pupils from the deprived uh, backgrounds and other students. He said, it'll be closed if there is a real... It will, it will be closed, the gap in the education. If there's a real commitment, and that is where they should be pulling together. Oh, God, it's just... Oh. This guilt, just stop with it. I was going to do this one for you today that uh, Greg Wallace wants to do a reality TV show. Don't bother, Greg. Just don't leave it alone with you. Just leave. It's a bit like, you know, when the bully uh, keeps on going, you say, oh, it's the same with uh, Greg Wallace. No, we don't want to see you and your family and you losing weight again. Okay, is, is, oh, is it virtual hugs today? Is it, it's a hugging. It's a hugging day. I don't do hugging. Uh, what else? I think that's me. I've got to go and do some shopping today. Oh, do you want to hear some of the poems? I wrote for Libby yesterday. I had some online, so I wrote some poems, and they're rubbish, all right? Today I met a monkey whose name was Tiny Tim, and each day he ate bananas with custard from a tin. Today I met a spider. I don't know. His, I didn't know his name. His, le his legs were long and hairy, and he played the violin. That doesn't even work. Giraffes have very long legs so they can eat from trees up high, but when they fancy something nice, they like to have a pie. Today I met a rabbit whose name was Bertie Crumb. Bertie has a special skill, it's tooting from his bum. Bernie wa Bertie was a dinosaur who lived in cabbage stew, and every time he coughed or sneezed, he did a little poo. Arthur was, <laughs> see, got, Arthur was a painter who liked to do some art, and with every little brushstroke, he would release a little fart. She liked, Libby liked them. She liked them. They were funny. So that's it for today. I'm off to do my shopping. Uh, try and fix my tyre. I've got another bloody puncture. What does it mean, punctures? So my knee, my, my, my knees. My hands are going to be a mess. My knuckles and everything are going to be... You look after yourselves, you lovely people. Uh, wear a mask. Even if you're talking about you wearing a mask, if you're running past people, have a mask on, all right? I'll see you on Thursday for the Total BS podcast with me and Stanton. Keep your hands to yourself. <laughs>